What is up, everybody? The Weekly X, episode 8 here today. This is an adventure photography podcast. Today, we got Chris Borge in the house, and he is a landscape and architecture photographer based out of Malta, way in the Mediterranean Sea. We had a great conversation. I'm really excited to show this to you guys. And you can check out his work while we're talking. His Instagram handle is I am Chris Borg, and his last name is spelled B O R G. There's also a video version of this podcast if you're interested in checking that out on YouTube. But for now, let's cut over to the audio. By the way, the audio is a little bit funky for this one. I'm not exactly sure what went wrong with the Skype connection, but. I am working to figure it out for the future. I am new to the podcasting world, so keep that in mind. But here's the audio. I'm in Colorado, U.S., and uh, I live in a car, so that's why I got my car window right here. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you're based out of Malta. Is that what I read? Yeah, based in Malta. Yeah, yeah. It's a small island in the Mediterranean. I'm British. Awesome. But I grew up here. Yeah, so back up in Malta. Awesome. Is uh, everything doing all right there with the whole pandemic? Yeah. I know Italy got pretty. Um, so we had a few um, weeks in lockdown, kind of. wasn't too serious, to be honest. Like, uh, we could still go out and all that. There's no events, uh, no bars, no restaurants. They closed the airport. That's been a big uh, bummer for me. Um, since about March, mid-March, so... Uh, about two months now. In regards to cases, we have about worst, we're getting like 40, 50, 60 cases a day. Um, and like generally, it's just been like less than 10. Like the last three or four days, it's been around the 10 mark, 10, 12, 14. Back down. That's good. At least it's going down. We're in the right place. Um, they're thinking about going again now, which is good for the economy, obviously. Hopefully, it'll open up um, airports again soon as well. Traveling. Yeah, it's definitely a bummer as a travel photographer, but uh, I love your work, man. I stumbled upon it, and I love like your style and how you're. It seems like you almost have this like warm tone that just kind of goes through everything, and I, I don't know. I really like it. I can tell you've been shooting for a long time. Thanks. Not just a few years, about five years, I'd say now. Five, five years. Like a first about it, and then I would say like in the last two or three years, I feel I've got to a comfortable place where I'm happy with where I'm at, kind of, and always trying to get a bit better, try different things, you know, as time goes on. Yeah, what got you into photography in the first place and videography? Um, just well, nature really, nature, landscapes. So I remember like growing up here in Malta. It's a nice place here, you know, you've got the beach and everything, but there's no mountains and not much greenery, I'm afraid. Um, so I remember, like, travel, really, which, which got me into it. I started like, traveling about different places. And I realized, like, when I'd go to the cities, I would enjoy it, but then I'd really have a blast when I'd go to the mountains. And that's what kind of triggered it for me, you know, and a uh, special feeling where I had so much fun just kept obviously enjoying the moment and obviously capturing... Uh, what I'm seeing in front of me. So for me, the mountains is something practically new. Just a few years ago. Gotcha. Yeah, you guys have the Dolomites out there. I just started to become trendy online recently. Oh, 
Italy is, is really not really good because in the south of Italy, it's quite similar to Malta. A lot of beaches, uh, hot weather and so on. And as you go up, you've um, got Rome, and then just above Rome there's Tuscany. So you're starting to get into those beautiful landscapes. And then up north you've got the lake region where you've, where you've got um, Como and Garda. And then further to the right there's just South Tyrol and the Dolomites, which, which for me is really the best part of the country. Um, my Malta, where I live, it's a separate um, uh, separate island. We have nothing to do with Italy, really, but it's just an hour flight away, really. Wow. It's only about two and a half hours, I'd say. Oh, that's not bad at all. <laughs> so do you mainly stick to Europe, then? It seems like you have a lot of, like, I saw, like, Greece, and it's just years ago all over the... Yeah, yeah. For, for me, like Europe is quite easy. Uh, in regards to work as well, I have like lots of jobs shooting videos for brands, like mostly hotels or in the travel industry, um, or at least pre-March. Let's put it that way, because the last few months I haven't been <laughs> doing anything. Um, yeah, so so basically, I, whenever I'm out working, doing doing a shoot or something, I try and leave a few extra days so I can go out and explore some new places uh, nearby. Um, planning a trip to, well, I was planning a trip to Asia at least at some point in the near future. That's on hold for now, so we'll see, um, see where that goes. I've never been out to the States before, um, but I have been to Australia. That was, that was really amazing as well. Australia. Yeah, it's, I, the States are really, there's a lot of different terrains here. I've been driving around the, the past couple months here and it's just, you go from like one state to the next, like Louisiana is just like swampy and just moist everywhere. Then you go like a few hours like north up to Colorado and it's just dry mountains. And that's where I grew up. So like going to those places, it's just the complete opposite. And it's just such a like <laughs> photography shock for me. I think it's just so great. But um, yeah, I've never been out to Europe though. So the opposite of myself, really. Like I've, up until I was about 20 years old, I'd never... I've seen like Mount Etna, you know, but I haven't seen like a real nice mountain range like the Alps and Dolomites. I'm sure you've got plenty of it in the States as well. Um, so that was like really like a, just a wow moment, you know, and then from then onwards, I just have to do what I can to kind of do more of it, really. Um, uh, yeah, so I live in the motor, it's nice as well, but like at least strategically in regards to the location, it's easy to move about in Europe. Um, I much prefer. I, I would see myself living in the mountains once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like ever. I've never, I never desired to live in nature. I've always been like a city guy growing up. But ever since I started doing photography in the past like two, two and a half years, I've been like thinking about living in nature when I get older. I'm like, huh? There's, it just makes you see it completely differently. Life goes slower, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Like, what are you so, doing? You're, you're touring around at the moment in the car or sticking? Yeah, so I just I just live in the car, a Prius actually, full time, and I'm just driving around the U.S. and, you know, practicing the landscapes. And, yeah, it's a good time. You get to just go wherever you want. And it's been a little interesting with the whole corona thing, but, you know, we're making it work. <laughs> the truck stops are still open, so I could shower at those places and... I'm using McDonald's. I usually use McDonald's Wi-Fi for like podcasts and stuff like that. But <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> that way, yeah, I was going to ask. Yes, you're outside McDonald's, yeah. Yeah, they have the best Wi-Fi out here. 
It's good if you if you if you enjoy it, um, you could check out this like mid-range RVs, which are obviously the next step up. Um, uh, where you'd have like an integrated shower and everything, and that'd be kind of doing the same thing. That might be the next step for you. Something that I've been considering as well, to be honest. Like, it'd be awesome. oh really? For uh, Europe, that would be, yeah, that would be awesome. awesome yeah, or just get like one of those uh, stylized like VW ones that just looks so good in pictures. Yeah, I've seen I've seen them I've seen them before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how how often do you shoot? Would you say? So, um, to be honest, there isn't really like a fixed fixed answer. So, I do go through like kind of dry spells where I'm not too motivated, especially recently with what's been going on. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was just not shooting for a few weeks, and um, I was a bit busy as well with some other stuff. Um, but generally speaking, you know, I try to get out like locally here in Malta um, uh, once or twice a week. And if I'm not doing any uh, any work or anything, if I'm traveling across, I'll just be shooting every day, really, uh, when I'm traveling, <laughs> especially. Um, sunrise, sunset, best time to shoot, obviously, get those uh, beautiful colors, if the weather permits, that is. Um, yeah, when I'm traveling, especially every day, every single day, no break. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And do you do this full time or photography, videography? Yes. So um, at the moment, I'm shooting videos for for clients. Um, photography-wise, sometimes I sell, I sell prints as well and do some photography jobs here and there. Like locally, I mostly do um, just like shoots. So for example couples or maybe they have a uh, young one for example uh, and kind of events to be honest i um uh, it's not my favorite thing um uh, just do do it here and there really so eventually I, what i would like to do is eventually be doing like nature adventure stuff full time so that's the dream basically hopefully in a few years time um we can get there yeah, yeah, I watched a few of your videos on YouTube, and the quality is awesome. Have you seen the new uh, Mavic 2 Air, or Mavic, Mavic Air 2? Yes, 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 I have, I have. It looks good, and it's a decent price as well. Um, I shoot with the Mavic 2 Pro. Okay. So that's quite good. I've only had it for about a year. Um, I had the Mavic Pro before, so it's quite a big, big leap up in quality, uh, especially where video is concerned. Um, Mavic Air looks amazing, to be honest. Like, if I hadn't upgraded last year, I would have upgraded to the Mavic Air. It seems to be right up there with the Mavic 2 Pro, to be honest. Like, for myself at the moment, it doesn't make sense to kind of switch over because it's, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Um, it's kind of in the same level. The Air has a smaller sensor, then it has some other, other benefits as well, plus being smaller. Um, but yeah, I've got no complaints in regards to the Mavic 2, really. It's an amazing drone. Take it everywhere with me. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually had the Mavic Air for a while, which is the original one, which is great, but I, I flew it straight into a tree. And it just, yeah, yeah I felt like 100 feet on the cement and it was gone. <laughs> so okay. uh, I ended up just... Did you manage to get to, to get it back or was it lost? Uh, I had it under insurance, so I literally just got a check for like a okay. thousand bucks. So I'm like, okay, I'll take it. And yeah, so I got the Mavic Mini actually because okay. I'm like, I just uh, like doing those kind of reckless shots like through things and stuff, and I'm like, I'm just gonna get the cheaper one. Like, I, I don't, 
I'm not trying to blow up my movies like you know 4K huge. So it's been it's fun for me. You know, I could fly it through like zoom it around everywhere and it's crashed a few times and just you pick it right back up and it's good to go again dj i've got so many to choose from now so um we've got one for everyone really you've got the spark which is like really beginner just to get started and then you've got the, the mini series the air series and the mavic 2 the pro series as well now um and you've obviously got the expensive ones the much bigger ones as well for more professional stuff um yeah so i've got the whole whole range really to choose from so do you um like when you go out to shoot do you like what what do you normally bring do you bring do you have like a camera bag where you bring like certain lenses every time or you just go out with one lens or yeah yeah um sometimes i take just one lens with me just to shoot but um the majority of time i'm bringing everything with me so i'll have my my drone or the batteries my camera kit i shoot panasonic um, okay. A bunch of Lumix and Leica lenses, um, and I normally take everything with me in my camera bag. Um, whether I use everything, that's a whole different question. Um, so I always ended up using the same two or three lenses, but for some reason I, I drag everything with me every, nearly every time. But recently, it's a good good question because recently I've been trying to challenge myself just to take one or two lenses and just shoot. I always have the drone with me as well to get that aerial view, so uh, that's a good combination of uh, everything, really. Yeah, I've always respected people who do that, just, you know, one lens, they're like, I go out with my 35 and that's all I'm doing. I'm like, that's, I yeah, that's interesting. Having, it's definitely a challenge. I have a, end up having like a wide, uh, wide lens, about three or four primes, uh, like a zoom lens and a telephoto lens as well. And the drone, the batteries, it does get a bit heavy, uh, but I end up using just maybe <laughs> one or two of them. But I always, or well, I nearly always have to have them with me, just in case, you know? Yeah, same. It's always the opposite. Like, I'll bring, like, if I am going to try that, I'll bring, like, just a wide lens, and I'll be like, that mountain would have looked awesome if it was compressed in a telephoto. Like, I should have brought my telephoto, but whatever, you know, it's, it's how it goes with photography. So do you have a certain kind of process? Do you like to show up to places early to like check out the landscape or do you just kind of wander and take whatever you feel looks good? And So normally, yes. So basically a lot of research on the internet. So nowadays we're lucky to have um, so, so much access uh, from our homes really. So even before a trip or even if I'm traveling somewhere and searching around, I'll use Google Maps, um, even Instagram as well for inspirations, you know, and I say, um, locations, um, like especially even on Google Maps, I've got like most most of Europe all uh, pinpointed of different locations where I would like to visit or where I visited, so that then when I am somewhere, I can look about and see what I can fit in when I have um, uh, some time available. And then if I can, I'll try and get there a few hours before, um, not just to get the best shot, but even to enjoy the moment as well. Uh, but I'm not going to lie, there have been times where I've just been like driving and like see something and I'm like bang straight in it and ends up being the best shot of the lot you know so although pre-planning is really important um, uh, to get the best work there are those one-off moments as well sometimes where you just go with it and it turns out right like you can't beat good light really if you've got good light you can't really go wrong yeah a recent revelation I've had is using this app called like Sun Surveyor where you can see exactly like the line where the sun's gonna rise 
And that's yeah. actually started to make a big difference. I avoided it for a long time. I'm like, I don't need that. Like, I can just tell, but it makes a big difference. But yeah, yeah. show it up and uh, yeah, showing up and playing it makes a big difference. I've definitely had my fair share of shoots where I've been like a half hour before sunset, like just rushing. Like, where where's the best composition? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, there's a, yeah. there's definitely a certain thrill to it. Plenty times, yeah, yeah, yeah. and some. To be honest, some of the some of those have been the best shots, really. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just adapting. <laughs> you can. Yeah, like when I'm traveling, if if for example I bring someone with me, like a mate or someone, or or my brother, maybe even sometimes, I drive them crazy because, um, they're like let's go here, let's go there. We're doing this today. We're doing that. They're like, oh, I just want to, to relax here by the pool. I'm like, no, no, we need to get up at four o'clock in the morning. We're going to drive three hours south. We're going to do this mountain. And then we're going to go and do this. So um, for the average like holiday maker or tourist, I drive on crazy. <laughs> That's funny. I was just talking to Marvin Gray the other day. Uh, I was just a photographer out of the Philippines. And he was telling me he normally goes with like groups of people, but he's always the last one there. He does this type of photography where he shoots only, well, not only, but mainly long exposure shots, like three to five minutes. Okay, okay, okay. So if he shows up to a location, he's always taking like three to five minute shots that everyone's always gone. I'm like, that's hilarious. And he just loves it. Hey, it's nice. I've seen a few good ones. Like, personally, it's not my thing, but so I have messed about with it in the past. Like, it's, it's good fun. You can get some really good, um, good effects with uh, long exposure. Yeah, he shoots mainly in midday light too, which is I found really interesting. Um, yeah. He doesn't shoot at sunrise and sunset very often. Yeah, with the long exposure, you're going to get a lot of light in anyway. So, yeah. so is there anywhere in particular you want to go? Like besides, I know you mentioned Japan or the um, Asia. Asia in general, yeah. So basically, being so far away, it's quite like wouldn't really make sense just to head out to somewhere for a week or so. So I've been trying to kind of put off. Um, some of the amazing places, like you mentioned, the Philippines, Thailand. There's so many beautiful places out there, you know. Um, uh, Laos, Vietnam, um, crazy. So what I'm trying to do is trying to fit those together, and hopefully in uh, next year or two, try and fit in like a big trip, maybe go out there for for a few months, and um, fit them all in together, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the current situation, we don't really know what's going to happen next. So it looks like travel is going to start again uh, shortly. I don't know how um, that will affect long distance travel, like for us going to Asia, um, Australia or the States. But um, we just need to see how the European travel goes first. And then hopefully, if uh, things start to take the right direction, you know, and things start to come down with the, uh, the virus. Hopefully, in the next uh, year or so, maybe we can travel further or far. <laughs> so, at what point did you realize you could start making money off the landscape part of it? Yes, yeah, so, so basically, I used to, like, initially, I would I go on a trip, for example, right, and then just shoot. I'll do my photos as well. And I started getting into video. So, I, I remember I had a Phantom 3 back then. And um, I just took it, with, took it with me, started taking some shots as well, and doing some video. Um, and then at one point, I was asked like by one of the, the hotels we were staying at uh, if they would want to use my footage. 
And um, I said, yeah, yeah, of course, feel free. And then from there, I started, I'll explain this. So I would kind of plan out my travel, so my kind of holiday um, with such hotels. So for example, if there's a hotel looking to just to get some content, I would go and uh, shoot for them, for example, and fix it in my holiday. And then from there, people started asking me to, to shoot video projects for them. So basically, like normally I'm working with the hotel brands, and it wouldn't just be like outdoors only, but um, depending on obviously the, um, depending on who it is. One moment, that's my dog. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> She's awake. <laughs> She's real good. I got you. So basically, you just like took video of hotels, yeah, then you showed it to a few, and you're, and then they're like, "Yeah, we'd love to use this." And then you kind of expanded from there. Exactly, exactly. And it started off with just like sharing some short clips and content, and then like ended up getting gigs for like paid gigs to shoot like full-on adverts for them. And obviously, those would be a mix of like outdoors and um, and obviously. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of dog is it? Let me see if she comes here. Holly, come. <laughs> come on. So, where was I? So, yeah, so shooting content. Um, and then at that point, I started getting paid gigs. And um, uh, obviously, the whole process is depending on, uh, on the client. So you've got some which literally just want to shoot indoors, and others obviously which kind of I agree, I agree with them. You'd need to, to kind of set the scene as well. We'd do some shooting from the best locations nearby, as well as the interior as well. And that gives the viewers the perfect um, idea of what a trip to that place would be. Kind of showing um, like the key point, the key uh, the key locations nearby um, uh, for their adverts. And apart from that, I do photography as well for, for hotels as well, like um, interior uh, and exterior as well. If it's a nice uh, building, and I've started doing marketing as well for them. So it's kind of like the whole package. So although I have like odd jobs here and there, I have been. Um, mainly doing the whole package, basically the photography, the video, um, and then the distribution as well. It's like Facebook ads or free, um, we go on uh, YouTube as well. So it depends really, so it all depends on what client wants. Awesome, and, and you're mainly able to do this entirely by yourself? Do you have a team or do you just? No, no, just by myself, by myself. My girlfriend helps me out sometimes as well if she's traveling with me. Um, or as I said, my brother, friends as well. Uh, but apart from that, really, it's just myself. So maybe in the future, we need to build it more into a, a team. But that obviously has its own responsibilities as well. Whereas right now, I like relax, I take whatever jobs I want to, um, and less, uh, less worry, really. That's awesome. Is there anyone that, in the field that's inspired you that you've really enjoyed their work? 
Yeah, definitely. In regards to photography, like, um, I don't know if you follow them already, there's uh, Jack Carding, lifestyle and automotive uh, photographer. You should look him up. Jack Carding, I've probably seen him, Jack Marin. Really lucky stuff. He started off with a lot of landscape shots as well, similar to myself. And now he's moving into more lifestyle um, cars. Um, so I really love his work. Um, I also love Constapunka. Have you ever heard of him? I don't think so. Look I, maybe I've seen his work, but. Look him up. So it's Constapunka. Um, Let me have a quick check. I think it's at K Punka. He's Finnish. And um, here he is. It's at K P U N K K A. And I really love him for his wildlife work. And that's something which well, I wouldn't even know where to begin because you have to have so much patience and knowledge about the different um, animals, really. And um, it's some, of, some of his shots are just unbelievable. So I'll definitely recommend him. It's almost like hunting, like wildlife photography, like it's very similar, like you're, you're tracking animals, you're figuring out where they eat, stalking them, basically being super quiet. And it's just exactly. instead of shooting it, you're just shooting it with a camera. And that's why I love him, I think, because he's based up in the Arctic. So he's up in Finland shooting those areas, which is totally the opposite of here in Malta where I grew up. So basically here, our wildlife is dogs, cats. Maybe a few birds. <laughs> uh, we don't have any wildlife here. So I remember even when we saw like deer for the first time or foxes, like in the UK or northern Italy, wherever. Um, that was amazing in itself, let alone seeing like all these different species as well. Um, I can only imagine how hard it is to get these shots that he's getting. So definitely, uh, you've got to check him out um, when you have the time. The video, um, like initially, like five years ago, I was watching the early Sam Calder stuff. I'm sure you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. He's from Canada, I think, so north side of the world. Sam Calder, there's just like, quite a few good uh, videographers. Like, there's one from Australia at the moment, Ben TK at the moment as well. He's really um, uh, putting out some, some fantastic stuff. Um, and then, obviously, there's... Uh, there's loads of others which, which like, without even knowing, they, they inspire you, you know? Yeah, you just, yeah, subconsciously see their work. Yeah, Sam Kohler is just, I feel like he's just a legend in the industry. He's just exactly. basically like the top tier travel photographer, like go to, well, that's what I want job if you're into landscape photography. Exactly. His, his videos, uh, I remember when they started off, they were quite. Um, I want to explain, like, he had his own style, um, really good videos, really catchy videos, and they went, they went crazy viral and took him to where he is today. But what I love most is, like, in the last two years, really, he's then proved his storytelling and taken it to the next level. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things to do with photographers and videographers is just scroll back to their very first videos ever and just like see how they've progressed over the years. I think that's honestly the most inspiring thing for me because it's like sometimes I look at these people and I'm like, like Sam Colder, if I you just watch his video today with no reference of anything he's done, you'd be like, I don't see how I could anyone could even get to that point without just 
being a natural. But then you look at his old stuff and you realize like some of his very first videos, it's like literally him with a GoPro and they're just like doing flips off cliffs. And I mean, there's no like style or anything. It's just like guys having fun. And then you watch it slowly evolve and you're like, whoa. Exactly. And um, obviously with loads of people started shooting stuff like that, to be honest. And it's amazing how he then evolved onto something much bigger. And his work is amazing, to be honest. And again, it's not just him. You know, there's loads of others that I didn't even mention. Um, but that's that's one one thing, that progression. Uh, but don't forget, like, if you look at Instagram, most likely a lot of people deleted their, their very early stuff. So although you can see some good progression there, you're never going to see the full end-to-end. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't like when people do that. <laughs> no one should give up, really, yeah. Yeah, it helps. It helps the younger creators, you know, the new people. Yeah, definitely. Would you ever, uh, have you ever dabbled in street photography or urban exploration or any of those kind of subgenres of landscape photography? Yeah, no, not so much. Like if I'm in cities, I'll uh, shoot here and there, you know, and do some stuff. But to be honest, like it's not that exciting, exciting for me, if you know what I mean. So like I'll... Um, I'll have some shots, which I'm happy with. Some I, I think I've even posted in the past as well, but it's not something that like, I'm really excited to share. Um, but saying that, there's a lot of, um, you go through different periods. So obviously at some point, I was just shooting one thing only, and then you start experimenting and doing like shooting with people, for example, more. And that's, uh, that's fun as well, you know, because um, everyone's different and different locations uh, bring different challenges. Um, but yeah, but it's part of the progression, really, I think. So progression is not really just getting better. I think it's just starting from somewhere, keeping that core, you know, that you really love and keep on doing it whilst experimenting with different stuff. Yeah, I agree. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> it takes the pressure off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many shots would you normally take at, like, a shoot? Like, say you go to shoot, like, one mountain. Do you take a lot or are you very concentrate on a few so still too many but that's something which has changed as well so like initially i would have ended up like come back with a thousand shots for example just from from uh, one day let's say one day or one uh, half day like afternoon to sunset um like lately i've been trying to cut down on that and try and take more meaningful shots so as I go along, I end up, I've got a thousand, maybe down to 200 or something. So if I'm out shooting in a day, I'll try and keep it down to 200 shots and then take it from there. Um, but yeah, that's something I've been working on because then at the end, like in regards to post-processing and editing and finding that, that, that shot makes it so much harder if you've taken loads of rubbish really in between. Yeah, yeah, that, make, that makes sense. <laughs> cool, well, is there anything else you want to tell me? Um, Anything else people would want to know about you? Something interesting? I know. So this is uh, my passion, really. So um, plenty more to come. Um, just keep on improving, really. You know, and trying different stuff, as we said already. And got some loads of big plans in the pipeline. Um, can't really talk about them yet, as such, because I said, because especially because of the virus, we don't know what's going to happen or. Or we don't know when it's going to happen. So just 
really waiting for these next few weeks and months to pass. Hopefully everyone will get back to a kind of normal or a new normal as they're saying. So um, um, hopefully when that happens, we can start thinking about what we're going to do next. Yeah, the good thing is, um, at least you're in your hometown. I've seen like a few travel creators who are been in a country like at the moment that it got locked down and they're just stuck there because they just refuse to let people out and i'm like geez that would be a nightmare like especially like somewhere in africa like that's why i saw some people i think it was morocco they were stuck there and they could not leave yeah it's crazy great like to be honest we started hearing about it over here in february i had a trip to germany and that was just like um just went to shoot some castles really nothing special I went up there for four or five days in uh, the Rhineland, Rhineland region, um, to the west of Germany. Um, I came back from there. I was here for about a week and I had to go to, to the UK uh, for a funeral, unfortunately. So um, we went out there, came back. Um, and then literally the week after, it started kicking off. Um, coincidentally, I wasn't feeling too well when I came back from the UK. So maybe I, I, don't know, I stayed at home for about a week and a half. Uh, then after that, they started closing down, restricting travel as well. And then like mid-March, most of the countries just shut down. And yeah, it's been boring to a certain point. But at the same time, just really happy to be healthy and that my family's healthy. And um, just hope to, to have a, some, some bright at the end of the tunnel, hopefully now. Yeah, I agree. Cool, man. Well, it's great to talk to you. Uh, so they could find your work um, on Instagram at, I believe it's I am okay, Chris so Borg. I am Chris Borg uh, because someone has got the at Chris Borg. Um, and I won't be surprised because Borg, Borch, it's a Maltese surname. And it's the most common surname over here. So, uh, okay. and Chris is obviously a common name as well. So, Someone took it. So I set up everything on I am Chris Borg, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's a good air dog. <laughs> you got that locked down. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, good luck with everything. I hope your plans start to work out in the future and, you know, keep up the work and stay in touch. If you're ever in Colorado or similar regions, Utah around, let me know and I could show you some awesome landscapes of mountains and, you know, whatever's around here. I've been around here my whole life, so. I know it. <laughs> I'm sure you know every every secret place, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah perfect. Well, well thanks for, for the chat. It was great. Um, hope you're able to, to hear and see me properly. I just hooked up the laptop quickly. Um, yeah, it was been a blast. Yeah, it's great. Stay safe, stay, stay safe out there, man. Definitely. You too, man. Stay safe. Hopefully we'll chat again in the future. Yep. See ya. Cheers. All right, everybody. That is today's podcast. Thanks for coming on, Chris. Be sure to check out his work on Instagram and his website. And if you're interested in supporting this channel, we do have a Patreon. It is under my name, Intricate Explorer. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you next week.